0: Hello, my name is Sarah, and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi again, y'all. Unless you're joining for the first time, I guess, and then just hi. I'm so glad you're all here. As you know, we're talking about the chakras and the lunar cycle. It turns out a lot of you want to use the lunar cycle for rituals and such, which is cool. I do that too. But it feels like the cycle is always sneaking up on you. Like We have these grand plans to do something for the full moon, and then we see the morning of the event, and we have no idea what to do. But please don't beat yourself up for that. We all lose track of time, or it goes by so much faster than we realize. And we don't live in a society where we're dependent on the natural cycles. We can use lights or substances to change our environment to meet the needs we think we have at any time. I I do use an app on my phone called The Moon. Uh, It's The basic version is free, and it just helps me keep track of where we are in the cycle. And That's why I'm releasing these episodes two weeks before each of the cycles begins, so you have some time to figure out what you want to do, if anything. Today we're discussing the second basic phase of the lunar cycle, the waxing moon. This process of the moon appearing to get fuller in the sky takes place on days about 4 to 12 of the cycle. There are a couple of breakdowns within the waxing moon, but we'll we'll stick with the basics for now. The energy of the waxing moon is considered masculine or yang energy. Again, I know that the terms masculine and feminine can feel heavy and confining because we have such cultural expectations around them, but... We can attempt right now to to let some of that go, at, at least for a minute. After the feminine, healing, nurturing yin energy of the new moon, the waxing moon is a time of activity, growth, and rebirth. Seasonally, the waxing moon is associated with spring. Not surprising, since spring follows winter. In many places, the temperature starts to rise a little. Plants start to come back to life. Many things in nature that might have appeared dead in winter were actually just resting, and they return in force. Greenery, tiny leaves start to appear on the bushes and trees. Animals who've been tucked away in burrows come out. Many species give birth in the spring, so we see baby animals out, depending on where you live. Baby birds, goslings, rabbits, maybe even fawns. In spring, we start to get a little more light. The days get longer. With with all this new life comes abundance. And in the animal world, that means a greater chance of survival. Spring is a time to expand and grow and explore. And we can reflect this in our own lives as well. The waxing moon? is a time to say yes. If we spend the new moon refreshing ourselves, resting and healing, we're ready for more activity, for adventure. The week or so of the waxing moon is a good time to try something new or to take action on any of those metaphorical seeds you planted during the new moon. It's a time for our desires to take root in the real world and start to reach for the sun. It won't surprise you then that the chakras associated with the waxing moon are the root, sacral, and solar plexus chakras. Overall, these lower chakras are responsible for our physical bodies, the physical plane, the material world. In our human development, they are literally responsible for our growth as people, just like growth in the springtime. A lot of times I work with people who have some trauma to these lower chakras and we get really focused on the healing there, which is, of course, really important. But as you start to flow with the cycles in nature, you may find that this part of the lunar cycle is a good time to find the strength that exists in your lower chakras rather than getting weighed down by what you might think of as the all the work left there. Honestly, sometimes I find that we hold ourselves in such low esteem that we don't realize the positive traits and energy that we have in us already. This is a good time to find them because I promise you, you are stronger than you think. Thinking of the root chakra in relation to the waxing moon, I believe the key words are abundance and rooting. During the spring, nature shows us that even where we thought there was death, there is life. And during the waxing moon is a great time to explore the idea that there is enough, that you are enough. And these are the core tenets of the root chakra. Even though I think it can be hard to believe sometimes, I I do hold to the idea that the universe the divine will provide what we need. And I don't necessarily mean material goods. We can ground ourselves in the knowledge that we are whole and complete just as we are and that we have the capacity also to grow, N- not because we, we change, but because we're rooted in our authentic selves. And those roots can provide the stability And nourishment that we need to flower. It's a plant metaphor, but hopefully, you know what I'm saying. You can think of your authentic self as the seed. It looks nothing like the plant it grows into, but every part of the plant exists in that seed. We're the same way. And instead of being upset that we don't have flowers yet, or that we don't have fruit yet, or that we're not the tallest tree in the park, or that we're not a different type of plant, the waxing moon is a wonderful time to look at the qualities you possess that you love. Spend time exploring your strengths. And if you struggle with a scarcity mindset, a few minutes being grateful for what you do have is a a great way to create a little boost for your root chakra. I know we often think of the gratitude practice as coming from the heart chakra, But during this phase of the moon, use that gratitude to ground yourself. Ground yourself in yourself. I've been pondering the concept of grounding, especially as it relates to plants, since we're talking about spring and growth. And I've been trying to remember that grounding, as it relates to humans, is not being planted or stuck in one place, immovable. It's Centering into your core, your values, the experience of being truly you and knowing that you can draw on that whenever you need. It's the strength that comes from your essential right to be, to exist, which is the basis of the root chakra. Any practices that help us find that basis, particularly during the waxing moon phase, are going to fill us with that energy of action, of rebirth that the cycle supports. The second chakra that the waxing moon is associated with is the second chakra, the sacral chakra. If you listened last week, you'll remember that the sacral chakra was associated with the new moon as well. Like I said in that episode, it's a system with all the energies working together at all times. During days one to three or so of the lunar cycle, we're resting the sacral chakra. During this week, we're starting to bring a little more lift to it, waking it up. Maybe we can think about it like that. Where we were spending time trying to heal and not get overstimulated, we're now embracing that stimulation and letting our emotions fuel our growth. The sacral chakra, when it's balanced, Let's us feel all our emotions. We don't need to suppress them or deny them or cover them up. We can just feel them and acknowledge that all our emotions are part of the human experience. We don't need to be stuck in them or even crave certain emotions. The sacral chakra, as well as regulating our emotions, is also a seat of creativity which is a great attribute during the waxing moon. We're in a good place to be creative around our ideas and dreams, imagining ways to do things that might elude us at other times. Again, this is going to be especially true if we've spent a few days resting so that our energy is replenished and can be directed. Otherwise, we might not have the energy at all. Or if we don't have the capacity to to channel our energy, we can find ourselves distracted or scattering our creativity in a lot of different directions, not really ever getting a plan in place to do the things we want to do. A great way to do sacral energy work during this time is journaling. You can use it to process your emotions, but you can also use it to brainstorm Write down a million ideas without editing yourself. Let that creative, active, young energy flow through you. When we're working with nature cycles, it can feel so much easier to do this. It, it might be a good time to do some work projects or things that require some brain power. Energy is building in your lower chakras, bringing things into being. The new moon had a little more upper chakra energy, and this is the time to draw that energy down for manifestation and creation. The third chakra is the solar plexus chakra, which is often represented by fire, another sort of masculine energy. The solar plexus is the chakra of action, which makes perfect sense in this time of building and making new things. Energy is higher during this time, so take advantage of it. Do some movement, maybe even dancing to get that sacral chakra benefit. Flow yoga could feel good and be a healthy way to direct your energy. Or if there's a habit you've been thinking about adding to your life, the waxing moon phase of the lunar cycle is a good time to start. Our bodies and minds are meant to flow with the macro and micro cycles of the seasons, the lunar cycles, the circadian daily rhythms. When we allow ourselves to intentionally sync up with them, things that feel hard at other times have a little more ease to them. For example, in the Northern Hemisphere, where a lot of us live, we have this big thing about making New Year's resolutions, but we're trying to make them in the dead of winter, trying to bring new life into the world during a seasonal time of rest. No wonder we struggle. We're fighting our natural inclinations. Would we be better off making spring equinox resolutions? Maybe we would. And the waxing moon is the same sensation. The bringing forth of something from the darkness. This is a good time of the month to get up and stretch for five minutes before moving into your day. Or go for a walk in the evening instead of turning on the television aligning yourself with these cycles also allows you to notice subtle changes in yourself or big changes where i live during the spring i can go for a walk in the morning and a few hours later when i go out in the evening something will have grown where it wasn't before just hours before mushrooms for example in the morning nothing in the evening fully formed mushrooms it's really amazing and and we're like that too At the beginning of this cycle, we have ideas and seeds, but in just one short week leading up to the full moon, we can create something entirely new if we want. The energy of the solar plexus is like that. It's a fire that uses the fuel from your root and sacral chakras to grow change in you. The only caution I have here is that if you're prone to burnout, Be sure you don't abandon your self-care practices. If you're tapped into your fire, but it isn't balanced with some rest, the fire will go out and it'll be much harder to get it going again. It's like a candle that burns so long in the center, uses up all the wax. There's still wax, there's still fuel, but it's all on the sides of the candle. But if you relight the wick on a candle like that, it it can't get to the fuel, and it quickly burns out again better to burn steadily and evenly, resting, eating, hydrating, moving to keep the fuel levels even. And a wonderful thing to remember is that this week of creativity and passion is going to come around again in just a few short weeks because it's a cycle. If you're like me, you think if you don't get it done right this minute, it will never happen. And maybe we can start to trust the cycle Lean into the wisdom of nature to guide us through. Even the sun, the fire, sets at night so the darker, healing feminine energy has a time. So yes, do all the things. Create, build, and blossom. Root down and reach high and then rest and breathe. The cycle will begin again. So that's the waxing moon the seven or eight days during the month where we start to see the moon again, watching it grow in the sky. It's a time of growth for us too. And we can use the building energy of our root, sacral, and solar plexus chakras to bring our ideas into the physical world. Try to tap into the sequence for the next few weeks and see if you notice any difference. Remember that change takes time and patience too. A tree grows every day, but we don't always notice it because it's subtle and small. But nature doesn't get discouraged, and there's a lesson for us there. Share with me what you notice on Facebook and Instagram at Your Chakra Coach, or you can leave me a voicemail at the link in the show notes. That is still super fun, and I love it so much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you have a delightful week, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.